We anticipate issuing more orders under the Defense Production Act in the very near future, in addition to the one that I've just signed against 3M for face masks. Yes, face masks. Donald Trump told 3M don't ship to other countries, not like Canada or Latin American countries, to which I almost drove off the road. I was at that point trying to get to the grocery store, and I said, what is he talking about? And look, it might just be a political play, but, you know, to ask a company to stop exporting things like respirators is is one of those kind of jaw-dropping moments. And 3M pushed back, warning of, yes, the humanitarian crisis it would create, not to mention a retaliation. And Prime Minister Trudeau was asked about this, and here was part of his response. It would be a mistake to um, create blockages or uh, reduce the amount of back and forth trade of essential goods and services, including medical, medical goods uh, across our border. That is the point we're making uh, very clearly to the American administration uh, right now. Yes, we've got a lot of healthcare workers that travel through that Windsor corridor into uh, areas like Detroit, go back and forth uh, helping American patients. Should we stop that? I don't care what your politics is. I don't care if you're the biggest Trump lover in the world. When a leader tries to use their power to hoard medical supplies that would kill Canadians, that is a dangerous play, my friend, dangerous play. And it begs the question, can he do this? Let us ask someone who would know. Cindy Togham Cherniak joining us now, of course, with Lesage um, International Trade. Uh, first of all, Cindy, I should ask you, how is your social distancing going? It's going very well. Thank you very much. Oh, you're the first to say that. <laughs> yeah, you're the first one to be so optimistic about it. I'll give you credit. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's all right. I, I, guess, I guess I'm a bit of uh, an introvert. There you go. All right. Well, good on you uh, for for going in with uh, such a spirit. Um, what did you make of, of this headline when you first saw it? Well, it's disappointing. It's shocking. It is unfortunate. It shouldn't happen. Uh, but uh, President Trump uh, has made this decision and he has posted uh, the, the order and uh, it creates a problem. So what does it create? I mean, can 3M obviously push back, um, but can they ultimately say no to him? Well, that's, that's a really hard question. Um, and, it, you know, it's, there's no easy answer. They probably can't push back. The, the question is, can Trump do this legally? And if you look at the Defense Production Act, it really is uh, to be used to oppose acts of aggression. And Canada is no aggressor to the United States. We are their best friend and best trading ally. Uh, so it really shouldn't be used in this manner. However, as with many things legal, you can do something and then you react to it. And it takes a long time to react. Uh, so bringing an injunction in the United States, would a court allow it at this point in time, given the circumstances? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Could we be successful in the long run saying it was a misuse of his powers? Possibly. Uh, could we make arguments under NAFTA and bring a, a NAFTA complaint? And, you know, two years from now, we might very well get a decision that the national security exception in NAFTA does not apply. But we need the masks right now. And there's mm -hmm. no good solution right now, except for one, which I think that the uh, federal government uh, should amend the schedule to the Foreign Extraterritorial Measures Act to mm -hmm. prevent the use of the order against Canadian subsidiaries, because the order is broad enough that the uh, 
U.S. FEMA can use any and all authority available under the Defense Production Act to acquire from any appropriate subsidiary or affiliate of 3M Company. So yeah. they could try and have 3M Canada divert uh, goods from, you know, going to Ontario, going to other provinces to go to the United States, and we need to stop that. That's what one of our focuses should be um, to, to react to what President Trump is doing. Yeah, it's quite something. I mean, it was enough when um, when there was talk of putting troops on the border. And then, of course, that became just a well, I was just talking out loud and saying things. So that kind of disappeared. But they're in trouble down there. And he's got a safe face. It's an election year, I think, still. Um, and, and, and he's on his heels. And so in desperate times, he will, I anticipate, do whatever he has to to try to save as many people uh, as he can. My concern is the panic it creates around the world, because as I understand, they've also pulled um, some, some, you know, moves with Germany trying to divert, um, you know, medical equipment from going to other allied nations. You're right, and, and it just creates uncertainty. So if Canadian companies, Canadian governments, provincial governments buy from U.S. companies, is that order going to get fulfilled? We're, of course, going to have to put up our, our money in order to order the goods. There's going to be deposits, and we're not going to be able to use that money somewhere else if President Trump then comes along and says, okay, I've issued a second and a third and a fourth um, order because he's, he said in the clip that you played that he, this mm. is the first of many. And yeah. so can we really rely on U.S. companies to provide us with our critical uh, and essential medical needs and protective needs when President Trump might show up and say, you know what, I'm going to now take this. Thank you very much. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, you know, I think, I think that... Uh, Premier Ford had the right tone earlier today and the right message that Ontario will, should never be in this position again. We need to bring that manufacturing to Canada. And there will mm -hmm. be a long-term effect on the U.S. because Canadian companies and provincial governments are no longer going to buy these essential medical devices and, and medical equipment from U.S. companies who, who need more than just the U.S. market. They need to export. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have to support those companies that are going to be homegrown so that we will never be in this position again. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. It's, uh, you know, one of those things where people, you know, they don't like protectionism, but boy, right now, it sure makes a lot of sense to say, well, we'll make it ourselves here. We don't have to rely on China. We don't have to rely on the United States, and we'll make sure our people are taken care of first. So there's that, but it's a real balancing act because we still have trade going back and forth with the United States. We're still shipping products back and forth, fruits, vegetables, food, those kinds of supplies. Um, you know, ultimately, if Trump gets pissed off enough, he could say, you know what, it's not just a, a you know, a travel that I'm going to stop, we'll stop it all. And, and he might hurt himself in the process. But again, he could do it. He is so unpredictable, he could do anything. Let's just hope that he doesn't that this doesn't turn into an extreme trade war. Uh, it's, it's really disappointing. It's really unfortunate. And there just isn't a, a mechanism to undo what he's doing right now. How is that, though, Cindy? Like, how is that provision, given his unpredictability? I mean, we just had a deal put together. How is it that, I guess, no one ever thought of a pandemic, but why are those procedures and why are those um, mechanisms not put in to make sure that this can't happen? And that's an excellent question. 
First, uh, the U.S. MCO, MCA or COSMA, as we call it, it is not in effect yet. So we're looking at, at NAFTA at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Is this contrary to NAFTA? Possibly. But there is a national security exception in Article 2102, and it is possible that um, the U.S. is able to divert. It, mm-hmm. it allows the U.S. from taking any action that it considers necessary for the protection of its essential security interests taken in a time of war or other, secu- uh, other emergency in international relations. So is this an essential security interest? And is this an emergency in international relations? If they are, they would argue that. And if successful, um, they would be able to implement, uh, you know, kind of go against the, the trade agreement in the future. Or they might be found two years from now by a NAFTA panel that yeah. consists of one American or two Americans and one Canadian. Uh, it may be found that, you know what, President Trump shouldn't have done this, but there's, no, there, there's nothing that can be done at that point in time to mm-hmm. undo the damage that is caused today if we lose one Canadian life as a result of these measures, you can't undo that damage. Yeah, it is a crushing blow to a long history, um, you know, alliance. Uh, but it, does this have any impact on the current deal that's still very much kind of in motion? Could it kill that? I hope it wouldn't kill that deal. However, what's a more likely scenario is there will be the need to reopen that deal. And if we reopen the deal, then all of a sudden everything else gets put on the table again. So that mm-hmm. is not a direction that Canada want, would want to go in. Um, mm-hmm. But it is not beyond the realm of possibility that uh, the USMCA will be amended further and we will then be talking about NAFTA 3.0. Dear Lord, albeit, albeit, Cindy, I think if we've learned anything out of this pandemic, um, you know, trade and free trade and all these things, and uh, maybe that whole thing gets revisited as to just how much we rely on others. I mean, I'm certain and I certainly hope at least that we are way less reliant, if not unreliant, totally in reliant to uh, China uh, of taking their products, because I think we can make it better. It's a bit more expensive, but I think we've learned a lot of lessons here. I think we've learned a lot of lessons about global trade and also North American supply chains. And where do we want North American supply chains to be? Do we want it to be Fortress North America, where Mm -hmm. Canada has the backs of the Americans and the Americans have our back? Or Mm -hmm. are we going to have two separate manufacturing areas? And will Canadian companies have to think very carefully about opening subsidiaries in the United States in the future? uh, Because... You know, it could very well be that their production will be uh, diverted um, by a U.S. government. And oh, well, should sh- you know, should Canadian companies uh, create subsidiaries and manufacturing operations in the United States? We'll have these serious questions to ask and answer if this dilemma that we've got right now goes much further. Wow, what a time! What a time, Cindy. I appreciate you uh, giving me your expertise on this. And uh, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, I gotta ask Cindy, what does this mean?" So I appreciate you uh, joining me tonight. Thank you.